This is Francis Wessel welcoming you to the Cornerstone Podcast produced by Global Grace Ministries. It is a joy to be able to spend a few minutes with you. Today we are going to start a series entitled Emotional Health. And in this episode, we are going to talk about the need we have as human beings to live emotionally healthy lives. Many times we hear this subject and we think that only people with emotional disorders need to take care of the health of their souls. But in fact, in the same way that we take care of our bodies, we must take care of our souls. Therefore, the subject of emotional health is crucial for the believer. In the church when I was growing up, the subject of emotional health was considered taboo. We used to believe that because we were Christians, we could not express or should not express negative emotions. I remember that we could not tell anybody that we were sad because if we expressed sadness, we were considered weak Christians. We believed that if we expressed emotions, we were being led by our flesh. I remember that on one occasion, a young woman in my youth group expressed that she was struggling with depression. And some people in the congregation, instead of supporting her, judged her because they did not consider it possible for a believer to experience depression, because the Bible tells us that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Of course, that is true, but it is also true that despite being believers, we live in a broken world and that world breaks us and affects us. In the same way that sin affects our spirits and physical sickness affects our bodies, emotional problems affect our souls. Therefore, we are going to be dedicating the next few weeks of the podcast to talk about emotional health. Before I go on, I want to recommend that each time you listen to our podcast, that you get a pen and paper handy. Write down the verses we discussed so that you can get the most benefit of what we are talking. My prayer is that the Holy Spirit will use those notes to bless you. So if you are ready, let's get started. What do we mean when we talk about emotional health? We are simply referring to the health of our souls. A healthy soul does not repress emotions or feelings, but uses them to deal correctly with the circumstances of our lives, whether they are good or bad. In addition, a healthy soul is one that is free from wounds, traumas, addictions, and from its past. A free soul is also subject to the spirit both the human spirit and the spirit of God. It would be nice if by coming to Christ, we will automatically obtain emotional health, just as we receive the restoration of our spirits. But that is not the case. When we were saved, our spirit was reconnected to the source of life that is God. That is what the Bible calls being born again. But according to Romans 12, our souls still need to be renewed or healed. Furthermore, while we are here on earth, we live in a broken world, and our souls constantly suffer pain. Here on earth, we are exposed to abuse, trauma, offenses, and all the other results of sin. Sometimes we suffer the results of our sin, and sometimes the results of the sins of others. 
Therefore, as Christians, it is our privilege and our responsibility to seek emotional healing and strive to maintain the health of our souls. But I want to give you hope. The fact that we constantly have to seek emotional health does not mean that we have to live with emotional disorders or live with the results of our past life. That is not God's will for us. John 10.10 tells us that the thief, who is the devil, came to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus Christ came to give us life and life in abundance. That life in abundance is God's will for us. Just as God helps us to mature spiritually and heals our bodies, the Spirit of God helps us to have healthy souls. In 3 John verse 2, the Apostle John tells a brother whom he loved very much that he wanted his whole being to be well and that he prosper, just as his soul prospered. Therefore, I want to encourage you never to stop seeking emotional health. Of course, we cannot talk about emotional health without mentioning some of the factors that affect or make our souls sick. I have a list of factors that I want to share with you. It is not a long list, and perhaps you can add other factors to the list. I will just share with you some of the things that affected me in the past or that I have helped others with through counseling. The first factor I want to mention that affects our emotional health is abuse whether it is recent or past. When we talk about abuse, we are talking about physical, emotional, and or sexual abuse. Every abuse affects us. Some people who were abused in the past think that because they now live in better circumstances, they no longer have to deal with the consequences of their abuse, but that is not true. It is not until we can no longer sleep, lose control of our anger, or have trouble in our marriages that we realize that we need to deal with the past abuse because it is affecting our present. Another factor that affects our souls is emotional wounds. Those wounds that we suffer as results of rejection, hurtful words, or losses. When I speak of losses, I mean all kinds of losses. Every loss affects us. It does not matter if what we lost was a relationship, a home, or a job. Sometimes we feel guilty to be suffering because what we lost does not seem so important or meaningful to other people. But everything that affects us needs attention, and everything that affects us matters to the Holy Spirit. Never think that an emotional wound is something minor. It is better to deal with a problem when they are small. Remember that our problems do not go away because we ignore them. Rather, an ignored problem only grows. Something else that affects our souls are offenses and the pain or trauma that those offenses cost us. Some people believe that by forgiving offenses, they are dealing with the pain that those offenses cost them. But that is also not the case. Yes, we must forgive people who offended us. However, until we deal with the pain that those offenses cost us, our souls are not free. Obviously, the first step for healing our souls when we are offended is forgiveness. But the fact that we forgave the offense does not mean that we do not have to acknowledge the pain that that offense has caused us. We have to deal with that pain. We also have to recognize that sin affects our souls, whether it be our sin or the sin of others. 
It does not matter if you have never consumed alcohol. If you grew up in the home of an alcoholic, that person's sin may have hurt your soul. I want to remind you that the Bible tells us that the wages of sin is death. Many people think that sin only affects them, but our sins can also affect the people around us. Do you remember Uriah, the warrior who died because King David fell in love with his wife? Uriah did not sin. The one who sinned was David. And although David also paid the consequences of his sin, he was not the only one that suffered it. Therefore, in this broken world, we sometimes end up paying the consequences of the sins of others. I do not want to leave disappointment out of the list of factors that affect our souls. Disappointed hearts are broken hearts. Sometimes we fall into disappointment because of unfulfilled dreams, unachieved goals, the rejection of other people, or because of failure. Failure hurts our souls, but not all the failures are bad. Sometimes we fail because we are knocking on doors that God does not have for us. And the good thing about failure is that there is no failure that doesn't teach us something. I believe that failure is bad only when we do not learn from it. However, even if we see failure as a lesson, that does not mean that it doesn't hurt and therefore we have to deal with that pain. Another factor that I like to add to the list of things that affect our soul are physical illness. All diseases affect us, but chronic or terminal illness whether they were our illnesses or they attacked our loved ones, leave marks on our souls. Sometimes we do not understand why we feel the way we feel because we were not the ones who got sick. We do not understand why the illness of our loved ones affect us so much. But if we love people who are going through or have gone through difficult illness such as cancer, it is natural for the pain to affect us. Many times we think that because the person recovered that the situation no longer will affect us. But if we do not deal with the consequences of that illness, eventually the result of the trauma will show up in our bodies as back pain, headaches, stomach problems, or uncontrolled fear or anger. Speaking of trauma, when I speak of trauma, I am speaking of situations that marked our souls. I want to remind you that life circumstances do not affect us all equally. Some people go through life and some challenges do not affect them. And other people go through the same situation and are traumatized by it. Their souls are marked. God made each of us different. It is normal that some problems or difficulties do not mark some people and others with the same problems are traumatized. God understands that and is willing to deal with each of us differently. And please do not get offended by words such as trauma or distress. Many people tell me, but pastor, I am not traumatized because they consider the word trauma as an offensive or alarming word. But a traumatized soul is only a soul in pain due to danger, extreme necessity, or loss. I grew up in the world of El Salvador, and although my family suffered material losses, God protected us and we survived the war. I have lived in the United States for many years now, 
and I still have to deal with emotional consequences that the war left me. Occasionally, I still have to deal with things that I lived, heard, or experienced in the war. Those things marked my soul. The last thing I'm going to add to the list of things that affect us is the lack of limits. Servants of God, there are many people who suffer from stomach problems, lack of sleep, back pain, or headaches, not because they are physically ill, but because they live a life without limits. I know several pastors who live in holiness, but have marital problems because of the lifestyle they live. That lifestyle is destroying them. They do not rest properly. They do not spend time with their families. And when they pray, instead of seeking God because they are the children of God, they pray only asking for the needs of their congregations or for anointing to bless their congregations. Here I have to add myself to that list. When I was pastoring full time for a season, I began to seek God, not for myself, but for my congregation. I lived a life without limits, abusing my body physically, working long hours, and getting very little sleep. God had to teach me to respect my limits. Every time we remove or do not put limits on our lives, we are exposing our lives to disorder. And a disorderly life has the doors open for the devil to mess with it. There are obviously other things that can destroy our lives and impact our souls. But if while you were listening to my list, the Holy Spirit indicated to you that perhaps your soul has been affected by some of the factors I mentioned, please do not overlook that. If you took notes, underline the area in which you want the Holy Spirit to begin working to heal your souls. And my prayer is that in the next episodes of this series, God may give you the tools and the information necessary for your soul to heal and to be set free from pain. Before I go, at the beginning of this podcast, I told you that we were going to deal with the importance of seeking emotional health. Why is emotional health so important? It is important for us to be emotionally healthy because souls that are in pain or sick tend to cause pain to others. Broken people break people. It is crucial that as children of God, we deal with all our hurts, traumas, and offenses, and that we allow the Holy Spirit to heal us. The last thing we want to do as believers is to hurt others. And the healthier we are, the less pain we cause, and we do not waste the abundant life that Christ bought for us on the cross. With all my heart, I hope that each episode of this series will bless you. May each episode arm you with the information to improve your life and the lives of others. So please do not miss the next episodes of this series. I want to conclude this time with the words of the Apostle John. My brothers, with all my heart, I wish you well and that your bodies prosper as well as your souls prosper. If you'd like to know more about our ministry or if you would like to make a donation for the ministries we support, please visit our website, globalgraceministries.com. Thank you so much and God bless you.